if you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. I have always been involved in growing other people, developing leaders, trying to create community around different causes. I started doing some research to figure out what's out there that young people will enjoy that will help them to see that what they're learning in school is really cool. What was most challenging for us was how the teams were going to showcase their ROVs in this virtual world. For Mother's Day 2022, Over Coffee is spotlighting three creative innovators whose areas of expertise include technology, marine biology, engineering, and being moms. Here's a look at how they combined those careers. I was definitely not one of those kids who grew up breaking things apart and putting them back together. During her early high school days, if anyone had told Nora May Cadena that she'd become an engineer, she might not have believed them. Even though I was in a math science magnet program and I was doing very well, it was not a career I saw myself in. But then... Someone who had graduated from my high school in my town had gone off to MIT and he came back and spoke to students in our school and said, hey, you're good at math and you're good at science. Had you ever considered this gentleman who I related to deeply said, I'm doing it, and if I can do it, you can too. That sparked my interest in engineering, meeting this guy who grew up just like I did, who came from a rather poor family, whose mom was illiterate, his dad was a janitor, and he said, listen, if I can do this, you can too. And so that's what sparked my interest in in anything engineering related, and I wanted to be just like him. Today... Nora May has multiple professional roles. She's an engineer, a venture capitalist, managing partner of Supply Change Capital in Los Angeles, and a community leader. And she has earned three degrees from MIT. But her pathway to these accomplishments was beyond challenging. I came to MIT with a toddler, so that was definitely unique. My daughter became the mascot for a lot of on-campus organizations. She was one year old when we got to campus and five years old when we graduated. And then I'm really proud of being able to go through MIT and to have been able to leave after four years and, and to have had the experience we had. How in the world did she do it? I received a lot of support, not only from the Institute, but also from friends and classmates. And it was, of course, terrifying to leave home for the first time ever and to do so with my daughter. But I tell people that poverty is a great motivator. And I knew what I didn't want. And I knew the kind of life I didn't want for my daughter. And so I took this really big challenge that seems daunting even to this day. Here's how she made that challenge manageable. And I remember taking it a week at a time and thinking, if I can get through this week, I'll be fine. And the next week would, of course, be even more horrible. And I would say, if I can get through this week, I'll be fine. So by taking it a week at a time and remembering that I was there for a, a much bigger goal, that's how we got through it. You realize that anybody hearing this that's saying, wow, I'm juggling work and going to school and I just can't do this, is going to hear what you just said and say, oh, I don't have it so bad. 
<laughs> yeah, and I would look at other people and say, I don't have it so bad. People are resilient, and we go through a lot of challenges, like losing a parent. I had a classmate who lost her father while I was in college, and I thought, wow, that I couldn't do. And so I think we're, we underestimate ourselves a lot. At the time we spoke, Nora May's daughter was 17 and just applying to colleges. Here's what her mom would like her to know about building her future. My advice to her has certainly shifted just about every year. And currently, I'm a fan of do what you love and work really hard, be a good person, enjoy your work. But Nora May says that work doesn't necessarily have to be in the engineering or business fields. I'm not pushing her toward one career or another. I have certainly done that, and I would say I've made that mistake in previous years. I'm excited to see that that she's a beautiful human being, and I'm excited to see what she'll do with her life. But my feedback is work hard, continue to be a good person, and find something you really enjoy doing and work hard at it. Happy Mother's Day to Supply Change Capital Managing Partner, engineer, entrepreneur, and community activist Nora May Cadena. You'll find updates on the ways she's combining technology, innovation, and strategy for businesses on her website, noramaycadena.com. That's Nora May, spelled N-O-R-A-M-A-Y. Cadena is C-A-D-E-N-A. noramaycadena.com. I had a career as a software developer, but I didn't find robots until much later in life after I had my own kids. For STEM advocate and Tech Play Zone founder and CEO, Deshwana Bagley, an observation about her son's schooling led to her current work in robotics, education, and XR. When they were younger, my boys were always fascinated with electronics and Lego and science and math, but they didn't quite understand how the science and math that they were learning in school was relevant in the real world. Daesh, as she prefers to be called, took action. I started doing some research to figure out how can we make this, you know, relatable? How can we make it relevant? What's out there that young people will enjoy that will help them to see that what they're learning in school is really cool? And I discovered robots. That discovery would ultimately lead her to create her Tampa Bay area-based educational program. I discovered a product by Lego called Mindstorms, and I discovered these kits, these electronic kits called Snap Circuits. Snap Circuits are really, really fun ways to create circuits. And that's sort of how I got started from an educational application standpoint. Watching her sons play with the robots, Daesh was impressed with both the fun aspect and the potential for learning real-world skills. That was really amazing to me, that there were these little microprocessors built into Lego parts, and there's a programming language that young people could understand, drag and drop at the time, where they could, if the robot was supposed to go forward, there was an up arrow, and you would just tell it the distance in inches or centimeters, and the robot would do what it was supposed to do. Once I discovered that my guys loved it, I was a stay-at-home mom at the time, and I really did want to have a career. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to bring in some income. 
And I thought to myself, look at these guys. They're having fun. And look at their friends. Their friends are here and they're also having fun. This might be an after school program. This might be something that other young people can benefit from as well. And we can tie in social development. We can tie in communication skills. We can tie in problem solving. We can tie in all of the incredible math and science that exist. Maybe we should start a business. And so I went down that path. Today, more than 16 years later, Daisha is the mom of five young adults. And over the years, Tech Play Zone has sparked the imagination of innumerable young students. And Daisha's teaching not just robotics, but XR. During the pandemic, she hosted a first robotics team in virtual reality. I could not imagine one more tournament in Zoom. I just couldn't. I just couldn't imagine it. I wanted these amazing students to have an equally amazing experience coming together and showcasing what they had learned during the season. So I started doing research. And so that's when I found Verbella and I saw how they were using it for enterprise systems, for people working remotely, for big businesses. And I thought, that's fine. But what if we use it for a robotics tournament? With student safety in mind, Daesh arranged for a private Verbella campus just for the virtual tournament staff and participants. And we held our robotics event. We had keynote speakers. We had students sharing how they built their robots. We had students talking about their engineering design process. And we all came together and we played games and we did all of those fun things that you could typically do when you're all together. But Verbella made it possible in virtual reality. The event was a huge success. And currently, a lot of Tech Play Zone's classes are taught in the metaverse. So our students get to have avatars, they get to come into the world, and we may be, you know, talking about drones or robots, but we're all in that virtual space together. Incidentally, Daesh also teaches professional development workshops. In addition to her other roles, she is the director of State College of Florida Coding Academy. And her advice to fellow creatives sounds like both innovator wisdom and a mom's perspective. Dream big. Think of what you want to happen and then think about how you're going to get there. Don't necessarily think about how you're going to get there first. And don't give up. Don't give up. Things don't always come easy, but it doesn't mean they're not meant to be. Dream big and don't give up. Happy Mother's Day to STEM advocate, entrepreneur, Tech Play Zone founder and CEO, and TEDx speaker, Deshwana Bagley. Find out more about Tech Play Zone's upcoming summer augmented and virtual reality events at techplayzone.com. And Desh will be speaking at Augmented World Expo happening June 1st to 3rd in Santa Clara. Check out the speaker schedule at awexr.com. The teams themselves were able to get together doing their best to socially distance, wearing masks, but they were able to get together and essentially film their ROV going through the paces and accomplishing the mission tasks. Marine biologist Jill Zandi is the Associate Director of the Marine Advanced Technology Education Center, or MATE for short, in Monterey. And she is also the founder of MATE's annual Student Remote Operated Vehicle Competition. Participating students from all over the world construct robots and bring them to the competition to complete a series of underwater tasks. And Jill is also a mom. My daughter, she's the love of my life. When her daughter was smaller, Jill came to her classroom with presentations for some of the possibilities for the future that she and her classmates might like to consider. Every year, 
towards the end of the school year, I do a presentation about underwater robots in her classroom and bring in some underwater robots to show the students. I'm trying to inspire them to, you know, as they get older, to be interested in the competition and field teams. Jill has enjoyed watching her daughter's interests develop. What I really love about her is that she's sort of following her own path. You know, she's really interested in the theater. So she's got a creative side, but then she also, you know, she's just got a lot of diverse interests right now. So it'll be interesting to see what she focuses on. And she says the competitions help her illustrate a number of the options open. My husband and I as parents just expose her to as many things as we can. And and we do, you know, in traveling and bringing her to the events just so she can see the diversity, see the creations, and just try all sorts of different things. Her daughter's future interests may well combine her creative side with her knowledge of technology, just as Jill and her team did in order to host the 19th annual Mate ROV Challenge in 2021. The pandemic forced the competition into hiatus in 2020. But in 2021, the challenge happened, and Jill said it involved three different elements. We had the in-person events, which took place at the beginning of August at East Tennessee State University in Johnson City, Tennessee. We had the telepresence category with teams carrying out their engineering presentations. And then finally, which was really exciting, we created the Mate ROV competition VR World. And initially, I was a reluctant messiah. I was not so embracing the virtual reality idea. That was going to change. I will tell you, Dot, the only way that we were able to accomplish that was through our partners at the National Center for Autonomous Technologies. In October of 2020, NCAT had basically put together a professional development workshop for community college faculty in a VR space, in alt space. After participating and seeing how it could engage people, I started to warm up to the idea. The result was a very successful global competition, complete with a five-location Mate VR World portal created in Verbella. Visitors to this virtual world saw a welcome center, an auditorium, ROV platform, workstations for the teams, and of course, the pool. When you enter the pool area, you're actually on the top of the 30 meter high dive. So you can literally, your avatar can take a jump, a leap off and dive into the pool. And then once you come up out of the pool, there are bleachers and there are screens above the pool. And what we did And this is just, it still blows my mind. During the in-person world championship event, we've always live streamed that event. So that still happened. But what we also did is we broadcast the live stream on video screens in the VR world. 2022 marks the 20th edition of the Mate ROV World Championship, happening June 23rd through 25th at Long Beach City College. This competition addresses issues raised by the United Nations Decade of Ocean Science for Sustainable Development. Think problem solving. And Jill says the Mate ROV VR world and live stream are also going to be part of this year's challenge. Meanwhile, she gave an update. 
in our 2021 interview on the future career areas in which your daughter is interested. It's really interesting because what I do, right, with the main ROV competition and being a person of a marine science, marine research background, and my husband, her father, does atmospheric research. And he does avionics. He's a pilot, basically, you know, flying airplanes, turning them into flying laboratories for atmospheric research. Our daughter is not interested in either of those fields. She is interested in theater and acting and artistic. I will tell you, I will tell you one skill that she has learned through us in a way. She's really into making jewelry. And so, you know, that involves using hand tools and all of the different, many of the tools that we use, right, in our ROV design and building. Jill says that some of the additional lessons her daughter has learned from observing the mate ROV competitions are going to serve her well in her arts endeavors. I think that she's really learned leadership skills. She's really learned communication skills. She's learned that we really are one global community, one global planet, and to really embrace differences, different cultures, different points of view, and to really be open to all of those things. And I think she has also taken that, you know, there, we always preach there is no I in team. And really, our competition teams come together where the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And I think that she has come to realize through osmosis, right, through participating and and through her own activities, especially theater, right? If you're going to put on a good performance, if you're going to put on a successful performance, it's really going to take everybody working together, collaborating, being respectful, and having the whole be greater than the sum of the parts. So I think those are some of the skill sets that she's taken away. And Jill offered a final thought on leadership. I like to think, you know, watching her mom lead this global community and work with such a fantastic team of individuals to carry out a successful underwater robotics competition program for a global audience. I'd like to think that she's taken notes and is learning a bit about leadership in our global world, our global community. Happy Mother's Day to Jill Zandi, Associate Director of Monterey-based Marine Advanced Technology Education Center, President of Nonprofit Mate Inspiration for Innovation, and Founder of the Mate ROV Underwater Robotics Competition. Don't miss the 20th anniversary edition of the Mate ROV World Championship, happening June 23rd through 25th at Long Beach City College. For more information about both the on-site event and the VR and live stream components, check out materovcompetition.org forward slash worldchampinfo. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.